on this edition of the Flat White and Black Coffee podcast, we are talking about fear. What scares us? I know, hang on, let me start. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you're straight into the intro, though. No no fucking about with this one. I don't know what to say. On this edition, we're going to talk about fear. Let's dive right into it. fear today we're talking about fear what do you want to start with well first i'm i just want to detract from fear for one second and just do a public service announcement (laughs) basically chocolate orange flavored things are making a resurgence (laughs) i don't know what it is but recently there's been so many chocolate orange products Mm. and i'm crazy for it i'm gaga for chocolate orange (laughs) (laughs) so basically uh you tried the twelve. Tried the tr- twelve. Enjoyed it a lot. Enjoyed it a lot. I'm a big fan of Terry's chocolate orange. So I love a Terry's chocolate orange over Christmas. Had a, the twelve, which I saw online, and I was like, I've got to have it. You know, I tried. I literally tried one. Like this was like I think maybe last year. I mm. tried one uh, from a co-op. Were um, they out last year then as well? They were out last year. Oh, I hadn't realised. Or maybe this. Yeah, no, it was. It was last year. Um, yeah, I tried one, and then. Couldn't find another one for like yeah. six months. Ridiculous. They were really hard to find. I mean, so um, hard to find. I only I only got I saw some in the wild, and then one night I went out with uh, in the wild, just like <laughs> down the shops. Um, oh, right. Yeah, in the wild. That's um, and yeah, we ended up going out one night with uh, a few mates, and uh, we ended up seeing loads, and we took the whole package back to uh, Lids and Kirsty's house actually, and. Nobody ate them because we were all pissed up and stuff. It was just they were just left on the side, and I was like, oh. "Did you take them?" I took one. You took but, one. Yeah, yeah, because that was the only one I saw. Well, they offered it me actually in the end. They're like, "Who's this?" And I was like, "Well, I did buy it." So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so basically, chocolate orange has also made a resurgence at Domino's. They've had uh, cookies, which Max brought uh, one night. Wasn't a big fan of them, to be honest. No. Uh, I do like Domino's cookies, but the chocolate orange ones were like gooey in the centre. They're a bit mm-hmm. overindulgent. But recently I've tried the chocolate orange buttons. So they do Cadbury buttons, chocolate Is orange it? flavoured. Yeah. And they're damn good. <laughs> they're damn good. We all got like a selection in at home. And uh, I have to say that my chocolate orange buttons were by far the most superior. I need to try the... Um... Chocolate orange, uh, hot chocolate from Costa. I've also tried that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, I I drank it way too quick, but (laughs) yeah, I tried the gingerbread latte the other day. Okay, that was another. Really, yeah, Yeah, yeah. I do. See, I'm not a big fan of gingerbread, but I like gingerbread lattes. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I put too much sugar in it though. It was really sweet towards the end. Like it was fine (laughs) for like the first like half, but then you realise obviously probably all of like the gingerbread syrup or whatever they put sure. it's just at the bottom yeah. <laughs> so it's just so sweet but it's almost the best bit but almost like oh yeah it's just too much I'm going to have a headache later yeah, yeah. right so anyway sorry thanks for that throw us off a little on a little tangent but uh, yeah we're going to do fear today and uh, I just wanted to read out like a little uh, quote that was in I'm reading Dune at the moment uh, by Frank Herbert which is like a sci-fi epic mm-hmm. um, fiction and yep, yeah, it's a great book. I'd uh, recommend it. 
But this is what um, is at the end of a chapter that I read this morning. It says, fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past me, I will turn and see fear's path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. I just thought that was pretty Deeper cool. quote, that is. Yeah, I thought uh, it was pretty cool, man. So yeah, it's yeah, just very nice. uh, coincidental that I read that this morning and we're doing a podcast on fear today. Yeah, that's mad. What do you think of fear? Um, I think fear's great. I think it's great to be afraid. Yeah. Because I think, as we've similarly uh, discussed in the past, is that uh, without fear, we wouldn't be human almost. Mm. I think it's good to have fears so that we can conquer them or move past them or just live with them. Yeah. I think everyone's got something to be afraid of. 100%. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think I think you're completely right. Fear, if anything, drives you a lot more. and Sometimes <clears throat> you need a little bit of fear um, to make you do things that you wouldn't normally do without fear. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're fearful of losing something, then you will sometimes appreciate it more, or you will go, you will do things differently to try and preserve it than if you would if you didn't really care. So it's like, yeah, fear is. I think it's it definitely has a lot of positives, but obviously there's a lot of negatives to it as well. I mean, if you could get rid of fear, would you? I mean, I don't even know what that would look like. I don't know because. If you were fearless, you'd just be a lunatic, surely. You'd do everything and Well there are some people out there who are who have very limited fears. Definitely. I wouldn't say don't have any fears because I'm sure even people who are who have like limited fears who aren't afraid to do stupid things like climb a massive building or without a rope or whatever. Mm. I'm sure they still have fears. Definitely. Um, just completely different. They could be scared of yeah, uh, a fridge. Exactly. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like what's normal to us is not normal to them. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what a life without fear would be like. It'd be quite interesting. It would it? be interesting. I don't. I honestly can't almost envision it. Um, when were you last afraid? Properly afraid. Yeah, let's say properly afraid. Um. It's a difficult one because I think when we're kids, we're afraid a lot. Yeah. And I think as you get older, we become more adapt with the world and we begin to realise certain things are real, certain things aren't. Yeah. And things that we believed we were scared of, mm. just... They're not, not scary anymore. No, not at all. I think one time, like fairly recently, I wouldn't say I was that scared of it, but I was... A part of me was slightly scared as um i'd just moved into this place um and my dad had just come around uh and he basically he said oh i just need to nip to the car to get something and um paddy shot out the front door okay um and i'd literally just taken him to a walk down to shorty fields which is like i don't know a couple hundred meters down the road um and he like he just sniffed around outside for a little bit and I went outside and he just started bombing it up the road. And Shit. I was like, oh my days, like he could run up into the road and just get hit by a car and anything. So I literally started legging it after him. Uh, and he runs all the way back to Shorty Fields. 
But like for that split second where I was like, shit, something could happen here. Completely out of your control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't do anything about it. Um, but yeah, that wasn't as scary as when uh, my car broke down on the motorway. Which I think oh, yeah, we have discussed that previously. Discussed, yeah, like that was one of the most terrifying moments of my life so far, anyway. I think, um, yeah, I think it's good um, you brought up Paddy because I think I get... I, I've been afraid that like my cats have gone missing or something. Like I think there was a time when my parents were in Rome and Max was staying out for the night somewhere and I went back to mine with quite a few people and the cats greeted me at the door but then realised there's loads of other people coming in so they all just bolted. Yeah. Oh, out the front door? Out, no, out the uh, back okay. door, luckily. But... Uh, yeah, I didn't see them for the whole day after. Oh, right. And I was like, where the hell are they? Eventually, one of my cats came back, Nelly. But my other cat, Oscar, didn't until, yeah. like, the evening. And anyway, it was tipping it down. It was torrential rain. And I, like, went for a walk around the block. And it, the brook had, like, um, broken its banks and stuff. So I was like, oh, fuck. Right. You, your mind jumps to all these yeah, ridiculous yeah. conclusions. Yeah. But obviously, I wasn't really... I wouldn't say I was afraid. I was just concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... Fear is a very hard thing to define yeah, at is. times. It's such a controlling feeling though as well. Definitely. Like your mind can, like you said, just it just jumps from place to place and creates scenarios that you get even more fearful of. Yeah. When, yeah, it, in reality, there's nothing really, like it's not real, it's all in your head. But it's, it just goes to show how, how powerful your brain is. 100% man I mean you picture all these things in your mind and uh, I think there's there's been situations I've been fearful in mm. um, there's, there's a lot of situations that either happen so fast or they're over so quick yeah. that you almost don't have time to even yeah. consider fear I, I do I just remembered one time I was <clears throat> I was pretty scared um, that I, have, I don't think I've ever told you to be fair um, so I was in London, um, I li lived in London for a few years and um, I basically, I dropped uh, Paloma off at work and I was kind of, I was driving back, um, back home and I basically turned onto like a couple roads from my road um, and as I turned onto the road um, there was another car coming but a car parked on my side so I had to pretty much slam on my brakes and the person behind me um, he he just turned as well, but he hadn't seen what I was waiting for, so he kind of beeped and like started going crazy. Um, so I w I was like, "What are you doing?" So I, I just like stuck my middle finger up to him in the in the rearview mirror, carried on driving, and he um, he basically followed me oh, um, for like the next five minutes, um, and I kind of clocked that he was following me. So I just um, as I pulled up to. Yeah, as I pulled up to my to my house, he kind of drove in front of me, um, and and then kind of started reversing towards my car. Oh Jesus! Um, and then like I kind of quickly pulled a Yui, and he started getting out of his car, so I like bombed it off. Um, and I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do here?" Like, so I just carried on driving. He was following me. I was like, this guy is going to absolutely kill me when he catches me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I eventually got to a traffic light. He pulled up next to me and 
started shouting a load of shit at me um, and then drove off and luckily nothing really happened of it but um, safe to say I've never stuck my finger up at somebody ever again because uh, you just don't know no it's one of those moments like. where you instantly regret doing yeah, it yeah, yeah. and you're like fuck like, yeah. I was in angry in that moment but yeah it's just not worth it. you just don't know what a person's willing to do Jesus. like you could literally walk past someone on the street and they could have just killed somebody or they could be capable of murder that's the thing it's just you don't know Mm, I mean, uh, yeah, I've had a situation like that before. I won't go into it because it's very similar. But uh, yeah, I remember being like, oh, fuck, why have I done that? And then st- just being like having an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Even like 10 minutes after, just like, fuck. Like. But that's that's why fear is so necessary. Because if you'd done something like that and you weren't fearful of it and you didn't have that adrenaline rush, hmm. you wouldn't remember it and you wouldn't learn from it. So you would keep doing something until something bad actually happened to you. But it's Absolutely. that fear that kind of saves you. If anything. Yeah. And I think fear is always in the back of our minds. So yeah. like, it's like your mind might be telling you stick up your finger, yeah. but then something else comes into play and is like, no, these yeah. are all the reasons why not exactly, to. Yeah. Here's a checklist why not to. Yeah. Um, I think two spring to mind for me. Okay. Um, I'll go for a further one away. It was, I think it was like my second year in Bristol. Mm. And uh, long story short, we're walking down to a club. There's about four or five of us. And um, we're Chatwin and me have gone for a, a piss around the back, basically, mm. of this um, club before we go in. And this guy starts shouting at Chatwin to get the bouncer. And we're like, what the fuck? No. And then he chat and goes, no, why can't you get him yourself? And like, we're around the corner, so the queue and the bouncer can't really see us that well. We're like near some bins, some like dirty bins. And he pushes Chatwin up against the wall and like starts shouting at him. So I w- walk over to this geezer and throw him off Chatwin. Yeah. As I do that, this like guy comes from out of the shadows who I didn't even see. <laughs> and like, he just comes at me and one bombs me in the face. Oh and like it happens so quick that I don't even know what's happening basically yeah. and like I like fall against him and like try to push him and he like hits me again and I like tried to swing for him completely miss <laughs> it was like a dream I just completely like <laughs> almost like fell to the floor and then um I wasn't even afraid at this point I just I was I was slightly intoxicated yeah, I didn't really yeah. know what was happening um and then I end up on the floor basically and I'm getting the shit kicked out of me by these two like Where's, where's Chatwin at this point? Chatwin's backing off. <laughs> what do you mean? He's he's, I think he tried to come in and do something. Um, Chatwin, if you're listening to this, mate, he he knows, he knows, he knows he could have done better. Fucking and uh, also Satchwell came in, and, and I actually remember Satchwell running in trying to hit. He, as soon as he tried to hit, he got punched in the lip, and he just backed <laughs> up. He was like, "No way!" So you were on the floor. Again. I'm on the floor getting like stamped on basically and that's when I was afraid I was like oh fuck right if one of these has got a knife or something like I'm in trouble here I couldn't do anything I was literally in the fetal position and um, luckily they ended up just running away and I woke up and uh, I didn't wake up I was like covered in bruises covered in bruises I had a fat black eye my lip was bleeding and stuff and um, went home and I think I just slept with concussion. Woke up the next morning, I was like, well, I can't even see. Was this when you were at uni? Or- in uni, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So second year. So I'm actually going home to your mum like that. I did eventually. Well, I didn't actually go home. I think I just messaged her like what I look like. Oh my day! And she wasn't happy about it, obviously. But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's I guess that's man. probably like one of the last times I felt like afraid. I'm lucky. I've never been punched. Really? Never. I think that's the only time I've been like I've been punched at like a club before or something, yeah. just out of the blue. But um, yeah, that was the worst time for sure. Yeah. I'm not very combat technical I don't know <laughs> I did taekwondo when I was a kid but I'm not very uh, adept at fighting so yeah, another time actually I was in Russia and uh, I had a bit of a funny time in Russia because I stayed in a hostel for a month mm. and then eventually I moved to an apartment and I was living with this old woman who um, lovely um, old woman and uh she was like a painter and stuff and she'd, she'd chain cigarettes and um, Standard. she would like offer me like chicken all the time and food and like she was she was a strange woman but she was nice she had loads of cats as well okay. so it was quite nice and um, I remember going back from work one, one night and uh, she was really upset in the kitchen okay. and she basically told me she was contemplating suicide and I was like, I don't even know this woman, but I need to say some Indeed. things to try and like help her out. Did she speak good English? She spoke pretty good English, yeah. I think she lived in London briefly for a bit. But uh, how old when you say old woman? Like how old? Was I'd she? say she was in her fifties, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sake, she looked right? older than she was. I would say. Okay. Um, Your okay. mum's gonna hate you. Saying that. I know. Well, hopefully, mum doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Um, old woman at fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to all the mums out there, or to the <laughs> all the fifty, the younger old. women. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically, she told me that, and like all night. I could just hear her walking about on the in the hallway and I couldn't shut my door all the way, my bedroom door. Shit. And I could just hear her like pacing about and shit and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so I just slept with the light on and I just keep peering peer out because I, I actually woke up one night and the, my bedroom door was wide open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, out, when I look out my be the bedroom door that I'm staying in, it's just black and like the front door's there. Oh. But I was just like... Fucking why is it open? I assume it was one of the cats had like pressed it to you open hope. it. You I hope fucking hope so, yeah. But that sprang that like pranged me out. You should have set up a camera and just, oh, just yeah. seen her just stood at the side of your bed just watching you oh sleep. Oh my god, even the thought of that speaks me out. <laughs> eh? oh. um, but yeah, that was that was nerve wracking. So um what would you say like some of your past fears were as like a kid? Um <clears throat> That's a tricky one. Fears. It could be something so stupid and mundane. I think I'm sure at one point I was scared of getting into a fight or something. Um, yeah, which, I don't think either of us are very confrontational. No, nah. but like um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm scared of it now because I, over the years I've I've realised that. Um, I'm quite good at not allowing myself to be scared of things that I've never experienced before. Um, you just accept it almost. Yeah, like I, like when I did my shoulder, I displaced my clavicle um, for football last year. Um, what did you do? Oh, I when I was playing football, I went down on went down on my shoulder and um, 
tried to like roll out of it, um, ended up just kind of going straight down my shoulder and like literally just clavicle just popped out on top of oh, my Jesus. shoulder. So, so yeah, when I, I kind of got back up and I was like, oh shit, like there's a massive lump there, probably dislocated my shoulder. It was very painful. Um, went to the doctors and they were like, no, it's um, displaced. So it'll get better in time. You can have surgery if you want, but you'll always have a problem. But um, coming back to the point of when I was in that in the hospital, like my shot, like I was in a lot of pain. Um, but because it was a completely new experience, like I'd n- I've never broken a bone at all. This is like the worst thing I've ever done. Mm. Um, I wasn't necessarily scared of it or wasn't, I wasn't, Obviously, it was painful, but the fear of him having to maybe put it back in place before I knew it was displaced, um, it didn't scare me. I was just kind of ready for it. And it was, that's when I realised that a lot of, obviously, there are certain things like parachuting, like skydiving and shit, that scares the absolute shit out of me. Mm, Like, I'm not doing that at all. But But people do it for like a rush and like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you going to the emergency room is like, you might have been somewhat afraid, but you just accept it. You just yeah. do it and just get on with it type of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think as adults, we just do that. Yeah, you can kind of rationalise it, can't you? Mm, definitely. What about you? Um, Any fears that you had? Definitely aliens. Ooh. I want to give a shout out to aliens. Because wow. uh, as a kid, they just spooked me out. Really? Um, Any I, particular, like, was it a film you watched and like, because obviously, when uh, you say, or was it just aliens in general? I think it? it was aliens in general. Really? Yeah, I think it could have been anything. I mean, like, there was like certain episodes of shows and stuff yeah. you watch as a kid, and it spe- like Courage the Cowardly Dog always used to spook <laughs> me out on certain <laughs> episodes. There was like an episode with uh, a witch that would like stand outside the house because they lived on a, a farm in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and this like weird like computer animated witch would stand there. And it creeped the fuck out of me. But that's not an alien. Okay, let me go back to aliens. (laughs) Um, So basically, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think as a kid, like you begin to start, you begin to learn more about science and the world and the possibility of aliens is somewhat likely. Mm. Even today, it is pretty somewhat likely. Um, And I think... I used to watch like UFO videos, which are clearly fake. Mm. I think um, one or two would have just terrified me. Like, what the fuck are they? Like, there was was no like actual identity of what they were or what they looked like. There was no sets, nothing set in stone, which was almost like the mystery is what was scary. scary. Um, I get that. I mean, yeah, there was there was films like E.T. I always thought it was a good film, but it kind of spooked me out. See, I, don't, I don't think I ever really watched it. Before, really? No. It's worth a watch. I've, definitely. No, I've watched some of it. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is a, yeah, one of my favourite films of all time, but there's a terrifying scene where this woman's home alone with her baby mm. and you see like there's a storm coming. She lives in the middle of nowhere, coincidentally, same as Courage Cardly Dog. And uh, you see these lights coming down mm-hmm. from like the sky, like with a storm around it. And like 
the house just starts going crazy like the, the windows are flashing and stuff and like ev- the toys are moving about and basically the kid gets taken out the cat flap <laughs> and she's like screaming holding on to the kid and he's getting pulled by something outside oh my god yeah it's terrifying i did watch one which did scare me quite a bit was that I think it was like Area 51 or something, but it was, okay. it was shot like... Found footage. Yeah, 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 I've never seen that one, but it's, yeah, I know what it's about. Because they, like, they break into Area 51 and then like, just some random shit happens. Yeah. Because it's done like kind of handheld and shit, it just makes you feel... I still find aliens fascinating today. Like, they are. I don't, I don't believe they've like visited Earth or anything, but I mean, there's more military reports and stuff happening recently that it's like, okay, there's... It might be something there, but... See, do you not believe, like, there are aliens walking among us? No. Why? Because we'd have spotted one by now. In the no, age no, of technology... Like, um, what, looking like us? Yeah. No, it's too... That's too sci-fi. I think that's not too really... Sci- why? Because it's just... I mean... How would we know? I think... Um, I don't know. Like, an alien would be so indistinguishable... Like, I think it'd almost look like something. But from what logic are you we're, I don't know. We're carbon-based life forms. I don't think an alien's going to necessarily but, be carbon-based. It could be silicon-based. But it could how be, do you know? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't all, know. All of our knowledge on aliens is from films. Uh, yeah, it is. About, not like... I'm just talking about the general population. Oh, right. But, like, I mean, like, yeah. Our general knowledge is, like, the grey alien-looking thing. Hmm. Um, but really, they could be a million times more intelligent than us. I mean, if, if they're able to do interstellar travel, travel, then definitely they're yeah. more intelligent than us. But I think it's likely that they, as we sent like a probe, which was Voyager, if we they could send one as well, which is maybe a bit more sophisticated and can monitor the Earth somehow. Uh, but anyway, we're getting on too much of a tangent about <laughs> aliens here. We'll do a whole one on aliens. But um, another one of my biggest fears used to be, and I think everyone's afraid of it, to a degree. Mm. To a degree, I'm still scared of it, but I'm interested in your answer as well. Are you afraid of death? Well, we kind of touched on it slightly when we did the episode about death. Yeah. Um, <sighs> answers can change. Yes and no. Mm. I think yes and no. Um, I think... Like, like we were talking about before... Um, when you really sit down and allow yourself to think about, it's it's less the death, it's the what ha- what is there after death. Yeah. Um, that's what, not to sound morbid, but I think that's what makes death interesting. It's yeah. like, what is there after? What happens after? Yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. But then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Well, were you scared of death as a kid? Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. And, like, there would be times where I would get myself worked up thinking, like, after... Like, it's just... It's kind of a spiral effect when you start... When you just say to yourself, death, like, what happens after death? Then it just... It kind of starts a fucking thing in your head. It's overwhelming, like... Yeah. Once you you question your mortality, it's like... Okay, but why, what happens, when, how, who? Exactly. There's just no answers. Mm. And that's kind of why I um, can slightly understand why people believe in God and heaven and hell, because it gives them some peace of mind knowing that... 100%. 
there'll be a heaven and there'll be a nice place and mm. clouds and all that shit. Which I think, like, not to stay on death for too long, as we did yeah. do a podcast on it before, but go watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think people that believe in something so much that when they die, they do get that. They yeah. get that sort of. Uh, they might their last thought might be I'm going to heaven. Yeah. yeah. And then they're really euphoric and feel yeah. good, and then it's just over. Well, I've I've been watching um, the Last Kingdom. Okay. Um, and it's quite interesting on in that because the the Danes, um, they obviously have this thing where it's like Valhalla, mm. um, and when they when they're about to die, they have to die holding their sword so that they can kind of get into Valhalla. Sure. Um, and then one of the witness me, <laughs> one of the Danes, like one of the big Danes gets killed and he doesn't have his sword and then he dies kind of, and he goes to hell and it's about like a couple of the other characters trying to get him into Valhalla and he has to kill the person who killed him or something. And so it's, oh, okay. it's just quite interesting how, even if it's not. What, so is it set in the afterlife almost? No, 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 no. It's like, that's just kind of a very side oh, okay. point. Um, but no, it's just interesting how. It is all about that um, belief that you will go to somewhere good when you die. Um, okay, let's let's not talk about death. But what about yeah. going getting old? Are you scared of going old? No. Uh, you afraid of getting old? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that come into play with getting old. I think the the biggest thing I'm scared of um, about getting old is getting to a point. Well, yeah, my I think my biggest fear in life is I know we're kind of skipping to a different one, but that's fine. Um, is getting to a point where I'm like on my deathbed, um, and then I'm looking back at, say, the story of my life, and like, I'm just bored. Mm. That's like the scariest thing for me. Yeah, well, that's I true. Just, I can look back on my life and be like, wow, I didn't. What wasted life, or yeah. yeah, yeah. What a waste! I can't look back on it. And, and like, I'm very lucky that even now I can look back on what I've done in the past and I can be happy knowing that I've done certain, like I've accomplished certain things that I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, that's probably the biggest fear for me. What about you? Are you scared of getting old? Um, yes, and uh, I'm just going to clarify for one thing. Like, if you hear chewing in the background, it's not me or Jordan. <laughs> it's it's Jordan's dog Paddy. Paddy, I don't know what he's chewing. Um, Stop chewing. No, I'm actually I'm looking forward to getting old until I'm about a certain age, you know. Once it gets too too old, it's like okay, now I'm gonna start. But well, when I mean, you say getting old, you mean fifty, don't you? <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, so why? why no, I guess I'm at? I'm I'm afraid of getting old alone. Yeah. Like I guess through life, everyone wants to be liked and be loved, mm. and we're both fortunate to be that and. Um, as are all our friends like I feel like we've got good friendship circles mm. and close families and stuff um, but yeah I guess like success comes into play as well Yeah, I'd hate to grow old unsuccessful in my own mind yeah. I don't really give a shit if other people think I'm successful or yeah. not it, it helps but if I feel that I've made it then that's all you can really ask for yeah. isn't it? if you're satisfied with your own accomplishments in life then um, then yeah, that's all that all that really matters. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, fear is like a weird. It's a weird feeling to be afraid because like I, I, I it's it, it's difficult to remember it because 
used to be afraid as kid as a kid. Like I'd be too afraid to like use the toilet at night. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like wet myself or something. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I mean. I haven't felt afraid in a long time, I would say. Yeah, like properly afraid. Properly afraid, yeah. But you, like, yeah, like you said, you have so many stupid, um, irrational, like, fears when you're young. Mm, definitely. Like, ridiculous. Stuff things. that just, just, just weird things, yeah, you know? Um, like, um, like, <laughs> I was just afraid of, um, dropping, like, the four-foot ramp at the skate park. I remember, I actually remember you doing yeah, that. and I absolutely stacked it, so I was right to be afraid, to be fair. You made me afraid of it, so <laughs> I saw you do it, I was like, I'm scared now. <laughs> Is it on blades or a skateboard? Blades. Blades, yeah. yeah. Fucking inline blades as well, which yeah. uh, weren't built for uh, skate parks. But, yeah, like, just irrational fears like that, it's just quite interesting, like, scared of chatting to a girl, or mm. scared of... Mm, answering back to a teacher or just random shit yeah I guess like you're afraid of like punishment and stuff yeah. every now and again afraid of rejection yeah. Um, yeah I think yeah it's an odd feeling that and I mean like we were going to discuss phobias a little bit I, mm. I, I did think of one earlier but I know you've got a phobia so yeah I've, I've obviously I've had one of the most um, standard phobias of spiders for mm. majority of my life, to be fair, and it's it's a weird one. I don't know. I, th I think I swear there was a study that if you put a baby in a room with a spider, they'll still be scared of it. Really? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I guess because it's true. so it's so alien. It uh, is. Yeah. Like eight legs. It's just very weird. Eyes. And they're just gross. I yeah. would love to get to a point where I can hold a spider on my hand. But I just, I don't know if I'll be able to. So what, it. if you see a spider crawling up the wall, will you pick it up and throw it out? Or? Nah, nah. Really? Nah, like, oh, shit. if there's a spider on that wall over there, I'll look at it every probably 30 seconds. Oh, shit. Just to keep an eye on where it is. But then, if it comes, like, too close, I've, I've got better over the years mm. where I won't, but, like, it started off like I'd get my mum to kill it when I lived at home, and then I would kill it when I lived away from home. But now I'm kind of, Getting to a point where I'm like, eh, I shouldn't really just kill it. It's a bit mean. Um, so now I will try and take it out outside. And but yeah, sometimes I'll just I'll just leave it there. I just won't go in that room oh, for a good geez. couple of days. You know what I mean, I, I mean, there's been times when you've seen like a spider or something on the floor, and it's like crawled under your bed or something, oh. or it's crawled to a place which is unreachable. Yeah, yeah. And you've lost it, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sleep sake. Sleeping in the lounge tonight. Yeah, exactly. You can't take it off your mind at all. Yeah. Um, and it's just that, that that fear of, like, a spider crawling in your mouth at night. Oh, I know. I know. I wish, so, why like, did everybody tell us that? I know. Like, you eat three spiders or something through your whole lifetime. It's like, <sighs> that's grim. Yeah, that's not a nice feeling. What, why would a spider want to crawl in there anyway? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it's because, like, true. probably the smell it gives off or something might be alluring to it. But, like, does that mean that the spider crawls down your throat or, like, once it's in your mouth when you're asleep, might you crawl just back eat out. it? I don't know. I oh, don't know. It's God. a weird thought. I mean, I've I've been in bed at night and I felt like something crawl over me and I hate that feeling. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, one That's of the dark. worst feelings because, like, you turn the light on and I'm, like, scanning the bed yeah, and shit and yeah. never find anything. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really have a phobia. Um, I think it's a. I don't know if it would be classed as a phobia, but um, 
crunchy bars. The crunchy, the chocolate bar. Yeah. Nah. It's... Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a phobia, but I, ha- I had a really bad experience with a crunchy bar once. And ever since that, even the thought of the crunchy bars, I'm saying it now, honestly makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. You're, you're going to have to explain what this bad experience was <laughs> to the crunchy bar, mate. Because I'm sure some of the listeners will uh, have a few ideas. Okay, so let's just clarify what a crunchy bar is. It's, it's the honeycomb. Yeah, it's a lot of honeycomb. <laughs> it's a lot of honeycomb. It's a lot of honeycomb. It's mainly honeycomb, let's be honest. Oh, God, man. It is, honestly, the, just picturing it in my head makes me feel sick. So you don't like the... Um, because when you go to the mop, you used to be able to get like bags of honeycomb. I used to get it from my mum. Oh, honeycomb. fuck no. <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> mate. From the mop? Yeah. I wouldn't eat that fucking at all, mate. It's probably better than the burgers they do there. Oh, that's true, yeah. I mean, everything from the mop is going to make you feel ill. So um, what's this experience with a fucking crunchy bar then? So, yeah, with a crunchy bar, I was round uh, Kebab's house, James Davis. This must have been six or seven years ago, if not more. Right. And we're all there's a few of us around there, and it's a it's probably a lads' night, so we're all um, smoking weed, mm-hmm. having a few drinks, and he had like a box of celebrations or something. So yeah. we're eating profuse amounts of chocolate and shit. <laughs> and I end up, I'm I'm quite high. I'm probably somewhat drunk as well and it's coming to the end of the night and I decide to eat a crunchy bar okay I, I liked crunchy bars up until this point okay. I, I never loved them but I like them yeah. and so I eat this crunchy bar and it basically put me straight to bed okay so I just ate just the crunchy one bar one single crunchy bar yeah and I just I went I, went, I think I went up into his bare bedroom which was his like grandma's old room and I just fell asleep on the floor basically yeah Wake up in the middle of the night to feeling very ill and I end up just vomiting profusely. And I'm in like a small square room, about half the size of this room, maybe even smaller. And I'm throwing up constantly and it's getting everywhere. It's literally getting everywhere and I can't get this taste of a crunchy bar out. Like everything. (laughs) It just very much reminded me of a crunchy bar. Right. Uh, And then basically, I mean, yeah... I end up having to repay for the carpet to get oh, a new carpet in, days, which wasn't sound. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I didn't want to upset his parents and stuff or upset Kebab, no, I which I obviously that. I had. I mean, I was there trying to get it all up all night. He was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but ever since that day, I've never been able to look at a crunchy wrapper or anything. It's like put me off them for life. Wow, that's mad. A- anything honeycomb, really, but especially a crunchy bar. Mm. Um, I only realised the other day that Malteser... Had honeycomb bits in it in the middle. That was honeycomb. Really? Well, I'm still not convinced that the original <laughs> Malteser is, but my brother bought Malteser buttons, and they are chocolate buttons with honeycomb bits in them. And he told me that Malteser is honeycomb in the centre as well. And I'm like, no. I'm sure it was just biscuit. We might need to clarify this later, but I found out you know nice biscuits. Yeah. Some people probably call them nice biscuits. No, they're nice biscuits. They're nice biscuits. Yeah. You know they're coconut flavour? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> they're not that strong coconut nah, either. They're very like, powdered sugary. I was like, mm, I don't like coconut at all. Oh, wow, yeah. So now I probably won't be able to eat them. No, I'm not a fan of bounties either, but oh. crunchy bounties are on a whole other <laughs> level. Um, that's, that's hilarious. 
So yeah, I mean, do you know anything that you've been afraid of in the past that you've like overcome, like uh, a, a fear that you've conquered? Um, like, I mean, there might be silly things as a kid, like you're afraid of swimming, but then you're able to swim, so you're not afraid of it anymore. Or um, that's a tricky one, isn't it? That's it is a difficult sad. one. It's kind of sad that there aren't many that spring to mind no there's not just shows that like us as humans just live in our comfort zone as much as we possibly can and definitely try and break certain fears that we have but also i think we live in such a safe world really at the moment i mean well, the world's yeah. not the healthiest it's ever been no um I but I think we could travel anywhere and feel yeah. somewhat safe. Like, we wouldn't want to go to certain places well, in the world. Yeah. Not anywhere, I wouldn't say. No. We definitely live in a, well, compared to a lot of countries, safe country. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of any fears. That's annoying. What about you? Have you ever come any fears? I've ever come, I mean, flying. I think, flying. yeah, I mean, I don't think I was too bad when I was a kid. See, I was slightly, because I, I didn't watch Lost, but I saw... Like the I think the first episode where mm. they crashed the plane and for a couple of years I was scared because I was quite young. Definitely, I think I a lot of people after seeing Lost yeah. were nervous of flying. Um, like yeah, Castaway as well, similar. True, I didn't uh, watch that until later on though. Yeah, yeah, I think flying mm. only really got better for me when I was in Russia. So I'd like have to come back quite yeah. a lot and like flying just became a whatever type of thing. Yeah. Um, just going back to a previous fear I had, when me and my brother were coming back from Japan, we uh, we were on a flight back from uh, Tokyo to Heathrow, mm. and we are on the plane, and we'd been on it for like 11 or 12 hours or something silly. We're coming in to land, but then just before we like touch the ground, we start taking off again. Oh, shit. And like, so we don't actually land, like the wheels almost touch the floor and then we just take off again. And like, everyone's looking around, like really confused, like what the fuck's happening? And like, I'm not sat next to my brother, but my brother's like a couple rows in front of me on the other side. And he just looks back with like a, a look of panic. Oh God. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm like, there's a <laughs> Polish uh, brother and sister next to me and the girl is losing her mind. <laughs> really? She's really uncomfortable and not liking it. So I'm I'm trying to keep it together, but I'm always so <laughs> fucking nervous. Like, and they like turn loads and like turn around, and then eventually the pilot says, "Sorry, the runway is a little busy. We're gonna okay. um, give it another attempt in a bit." So we're just circling the airport for a little bit, and it's just like, oh god, and it just something just yeah. didn't feel right, you know. And uh, it was the look that Max gave me that really scared <laughs> that me. Just I was set like, you up. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, flying is something you just overcome, I guess. Um, yeah. The dark as well. I think everyone's like, as a yeah. kid, is somewhat afraid of the dark. I think to a certain extent, I still am slightly. Mm. Um, I think it's more being scared of the unknown than the dark. Yeah. Um, I'm not ashamed to say I had a nightlight in my uni room. Did you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't use it much, but I just had one there just as like just a case, backup, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, I'm a tw I was a 24 year old man. I, was like, I just don't need that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, I think um, 
losing people is like a big fear as well. Yeah, massively. Um, which again comes back to death and stuff, but even like losing people just from your life in general, like as friends or yeah. something. Um, I mean, a lot of my close mates have moved away and yeah. like, I don't keep in touch with them nearly as much as I should, but um, I, I, I almost didn't pro, I didn't almost didn't process the fear of like not seeing them again. It just yeah. kind of happens. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh shit. Like I actually haven't seen them for ages. Like, yeah. Um, the Scrooby, for instance, I hadn't seen him yeah. for a long time. Uh, Olzy and uh, Kebab as well, and Satchwell, who I've lost touch with really at the moment, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, it just kind of we just get older, you know, and it's just change, isn't it? It's, it's just change, yeah. Constant change that we're just having to adapt to. Um, That's why fear is such a broad thing. I think, yeah, but like. We're not gem- we're not necessarily afraid, but it's all the same fundamentals. It's all of in it. the same boat. Yeah, I think the fear of failure is a big one. Definitely, especially at this time in our lives, where yeah. um, we're kind of just beginning to try certain things and yeah, coming up against real failures that have big impacts. Yeah, I think we both have a lot of aspiration yeah. and dreams, but. Not everything we think of is gonna happen, yeah. Uh, and I think, but then I think there's there's also a danger of if you think that too much, then it stops you from doing anything. Definitely, so I think yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh well, I could start that, but the likelihood of it's gonna like me going to achieve it is very slim, so I'm mm. not gonna try it." Yeah, definitely. So then it's like you take your chances of achieving it from twenty percent to zero just by not even trying it. So the fear fear of failure stops a lot of people from really reaching their um, true potential, and I think that's one thing that um, one thing that I'm scared of as well is. Um, I know this sounds. This might sound mean, and um, I know that um, being in this position would be. Um, I'd be a lot luckier than a lot of people in this world. But for me personally, being stuck in a nine-to-five job for like twenty years is one of my biggest fears. Mm, definitely, um, because it's something that so many people just settle for, um, and. Like you could ask a lot of people who have been in those nine to fives, like, was this what you wanted to do when you, like, started out? And they were like, oh no, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that. And for me, I just think like, why didn't you do it? What was and the biggest thing that probably got in the way is the fear of not achieving it, which is stupid if you really think about why didn't you start something because I was scared I wouldn't do it, but then you didn't do it because you were scared of not doing it so that, that just counteracts each other do you know what I mean so that's one of my biggest fears yeah not to put anyone down that is in like a of 9 course, to 5 job no, no, a lot of people that it's, is uh, it's not something I want either personally no. it's um, uh, I don't want a normal life and I think to, to some degree that is like a, a normal type of life for yeah, some yeah. people it's just um, well, for, for a lot of people that is a normal life yeah I mean not it's f- not a bad life at all no 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 um, but it's just for me I 
I can't accept that life when I know that I could have more. We want more as well. Like, well I know that I can have more. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people know that they can have more, but they don't want to try. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think there is that fear of that, but there's also the fear of when you when you do something that like uh, is something you care about mm. or um, say for instance this podcast and you put it out into the world uh, just as an example mm. it's the fear of what others think or yeah. the fear of how you are going to be perceived and mm. stuff um, so say if you made like a film or something and you put it out then there's the fear of that but yeah. there's probably the fear whilst making it it's the fear what is what drives you yeah exactly and what pushes you forward so Fears for the future, man. I mean, I mean, it's it's a bit hypothetical, and we're trying to think about what's mm. gonna, um, what you think you might be afraid of in the future. Maybe having kids or um, the work, the state of the world. I mean, we're in a we're in a pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I fear that this is going to go on for far too long. I mean, it's looking a bit more promising that we're in the midst of a vaccine. Yeah. But I guess um, we'll see. Fears for the future. I guess I don't know. I fear that Yeah, this world will continue to um destroy itself. Or the people on this world will continue to destroy the world. Mm. Um I guess I fear that um Black people will still be seen as inferior to white people. Um, I fear that um, men will still feel like they are superior to women. I actually read an article earlier, I was looking on BBC News, and it said like um, women's equality set back 25 years due to the virus. How? I didn't read into it, but I just thought, what a weird headline to have. That, that is very, I, I don't know if that's true, but like... I don't know I don't how that how can that, be true. Yeah. How can it be pushed back? I mean, I think that's just to generate controversy and clicks to a degree, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I saw that um, Scotland have made um, feminine like products, like tampons and shit, free now mm -hmm. to women, which is something that every fucking country should do. Yeah, I don't understand why that's not the case. Yeah, so I just, I fear that we won't change as quickly as we need to, as a people, as yeah. a world, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's inherently one of my biggest fears as well, is I'm, I'm when I die, the world might be in a worse shape than it was when I entered yeah. it. I mean, it is already, it's likely... People aren't willing to change enough. Mm. I'm, I'm setting my ways as well. I mean, I struggle to change and uh, adapt. I wish I could be a, a vegetarian and mm. uh, recycle more and do my bit, yeah, and do yeah. my bit, you know. Um, yeah, I think it's weird to imagine the future of what the planet's going to be like. I'm afraid of a world where animals are going extinct left, mm. right and centre. Yeah. I think... It's a damn shame that like 
certain breeds of animals and certain types are just getting wiped off the planet never they'll never return almost no, exactly. it's taken hundreds of thousands of years of evolution for them to exist mm-hmm. and now they're gone um i know pandas were on the the list for a long time but i think they're they're in good uh runnings now mm-hmm. but like certain uh, tigers and stuff yeah tigers uh, rhinos yeah so i mean anything like that is terrible to think of but also just like humans in general like what do we do next i mean we can't live on this planet forever no um one day very far from now the sun is going to um I don't know if it explodes or implodes. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But uh, it's going to kill us all, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's going to wipe out life on Earth. Yeah. Um, it's going to dry up the oceans. That's for sure. So what? Where are we at that point? Are we? Are we going to wipe ourselves out, or are we going to be traveling in space somewhere? You know. Well, you would you would like to hope that because that that's pretty sure they're. They've got a team that are training to be the first people living on Mars, haven't they? So hopefully um, that's the plan. Um, And hopefully humans just start to realise that they are the ones that can try and help save this planet. Because they're the ones that are destroying it. (laughs) Yeah. It's as simple as that. We need to do something. Um, Unless we're living in a simulation. (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, we're not. Bit of I don't show. believe that, but that's what Elon Musk seems to think. Uh, Truman Show. Every, anyone that's listened to this hasn't seen the Truman Show. Go watch it. Good film. Great film. I um, I watched the two Adams Family films. Oh yeah, they're actually bangers. They? They're proper good, man. Yeah, they're proper like the, the first one. Ones. No, they're live oh, action. Okay. So it's 1991, and then Adams Family Family Values that came out in 1993. Okay. Just proper fun films with like weird practical effects and stuff, yeah. and yeah, I thought they were brilliant. I remember watching them as a kid, but I just decided they were on Netflix, so I decided yeah. to watch them both. And I watched um, Galaxy Quest the other day. Never seen that. Oh man, never seen you it. Need to go really? and watch that. You would love it. Yeah, I, I think it's that's on Netflix as well, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I watched it. It was just on TV. Oh, okay. Was, oh, it was. It's so good. Yeah. It, that that is a cult classic. Like that's really? got a surprisingly big following. Okay. Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. But yeah. We just haven't never watched it. It's fantastic. Some of the gags in it. Like we should watch that. Well, after the lockdown's kind of finished, you got to come around. We'll watch that. Yeah, I'd be keen. Because, yeah, you'll love it. It's got Alan Rickman in. It's got. Yeah, he's like an alien, right? Yeah. No, well, yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Um, Tim Allen in it's great okay it's honestly great I think I read a story about like Tim Tim Allen ran off the set or something Did he? and then Alan Rickman was like oh I think he's just realised what acting is like or something <laughs> like, was like Alan Rickman UG rest in peace um, I mean there's a lot of films that I've been afraid of as well which have always been fun Signs Signs is a massive one um, going back to Aliens yeah there's there's a scene where there's a party and an alien walks out and we watched it as kids, me and you. Yeah, I and don't we, know why we did it. 
we paused we ran up the room and paused it at that moment on the scariest moment of the film where the kid the, <laughs> the aliens just like walking up the street towards these kids <laughs> it's doing a little pose yeah. and we just tr- couldn't go back in the room because we were just staring at it we paused it ran out and then ran back in realised it was paused on the same fucking scene ran straight back out I don't know why like but that's what's exciting about fear as well it's like True. we didn't we sh- we knew we were going to be scared, but we still went to watch it. Yeah. We, it's, well, there it's are addictive. people out there who, who chase that, aren't they? Wow, well, 100%. And they, they struggle to live without being on the edge of fear or being on the edge of that adrenaline rush. Wow, one of my very good friends, Benjamin Chatwin is a maniac when it comes to shit like that. He He's done so many bungee jumps and shit. Yeah. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I feel like your brain's just got to be built differently. 100%, yeah. Like, You've got to have a bit more of like a an extreme mm. sport type of mentality. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. but Like the guy from uh, that uh, film Free Solo. Oh yeah, Alex Honnold. He's just another level... He's a different breed, isn't he? he? Is, yeah. yeah. There's just it's what seems like zero fear, but obviously there must be some kind of slight fear. But it doesn't you show. think so? It doesn't show it, does it? it? Doesn't show it at all. I don't think a lot of people do show fear. I think it's it's I think it's good to show that you fear because it is. Yeah. It's it's to show that you're vulnerable, and that's why people don't show it because it's just that people don't like to feel. I guess it's a defense mechanism basically mm. people don't want anybody else to see them as vulnerable um, a few um, people I know went for a ghost walk not too long ago yeah. and I, I I think I was kind of like oh ghosts they're all like it's all bullshit yeah. blah, blah, blah. but I know if I was on that ghost walk I would be scared yeah, yeah. Remember because we went to that uh, false stuff experience yeah yeah that was mad it was weird. We were it? very young, though. We were super young, yeah. And we were all big into that sort of supernatural stuff. Yeah. So um, that's a tale for another day. I do want to go on, like, I don't... Was I showing... I think... Was I showing you or showing Bromley the... Um, at one of the Comic-Cons, um, there was, like, a zombie... Um, there was, like, this Walking Dead thing where they, like, hired a whole... Um, mall like shopping mall out um what people acting they, yeah got actors and they got like a group of people just to walk through it and like acting like this this guy is recording it all um and he's just like being really serious about it he records it for like 40 minutes like Jeez. just this massive walk and they they built this massive obstacle course and he has to like climb over this thing <laughs> one of the time he absolutely stacks it while he's climbing over this wall and he obviously gets it on camera and then there's another time where he's walking um across um, the top of like this uh, balcony and then he shines the camera uh, shows the camera like down onto the street of like just normal people and he goes um, oh they've got no idea what's going on <laughs> like it's an actual like sure. uh, breakout it's just well, what's that called it's like it's I don't know some, I'll show some you. type of acting isn't it yeah I don't know but um, why did they get onto that it's funny actually when we when I went to Boomtown we were at uh, a stage and there were these people, I can't remember if they were dressed up as zombies, but they were acting like zombies. Okay. So they'd like creep up to someone 
and then like freeze or like they'd all roll over each other yeah. and like do this sort of performance oh, and everyone that would be off their face would be like what the fuck is going yeah, on and you try and interact with them but they wouldn't respond to you it's such a weird job to have but it is. must be quite fun I don't I don't think I'd be very good at it no I feel like I'd like laugh or something or <laughs> yeah. break characters to some degree <laughs> well it's been a good episode yeah we'll wrap it up now it's been um, a very good episode fear love it or hate it we've all got a bit of it so just embrace it mm. don't be scared of it nah don't be scared of it and uh, next podcast is going to be terrifying what are we doing what is the next podcast going to be um, if I told you now you'd be too terrified <laughs> um, I'm not sure really I mean we're coming up closer to Christmas now so uh, I think we're going to do a Christmas episode at some point which I'm not sure what that's going to entail but uh, it's going to entail some Christmas stuff that's for sure uh, anything any sort of podcast where I can talk about Muppets Christmas Carol I'm keen you know I've really been the biggest fan of the Muppets you know it's uh, <laughs> gone so quiet next week will be our final podcast <laughs> I don't I don't love the puppets the Muppets sorry but um, I love the Muppets Christmas Carol I'm very nostalgic for that I can't say I've watched it that many times next week will be the last podcast <laughs> no but what yeah what next podcast what are you thinking uh, I don't want to tell the viewers just yet cause, tell the viewers no because I don't even know what it is myself so I don't want to say what it is and then it's not that yeah what could it be um the porn industry <laughs> what's funny about that yeah what about the porn industry many a thing. many a thing. many a thing, mate now I'm not sure yet to be honest I mean I was I was thinking of doing like the past and the future as like a back to back type of episode but um I think... In what sense, the past and the future? Um, just talk about the past. The, the very, human very history. <laughs> okay. And stuff like that. Um, and then the future. And I'm thinking of, basically, there's a Wikipedia page, which I love. I haven't been, been revisited in a while, but it's called Timeline of the Far Future. Okay. And it basically just shows what's going to happen in like, the future. I thought, maybe look at that and talk Ooh, about that's it. That's quite but, cool. Um, nah, we're not sure yet, but... We'll have a think. We'll have a think. And it's been an absolute pleasure to join you on this sixth volume of the episode <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> if, you li- if you listen to all six of them, thank you so much. Jeez, yeah. Thank you so much for watching six of them. You don't have to watch anymore or listen to them. <laughs> you've, you've listened to enough now. So, All right, let's wrap it up. I reckon we just keep rambling. Just keep rambling. <laughs> You probably cut it now, anyway. It's probably... Yeah, I've got to go put some uh, rub on my pork. Actually. Some what? <laughs> some rub on my pork. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, we'll Save go... it for the porn podcast. Oh, jeez. All right, I've got to go make a salad. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you have pork and salad? Um, pork and rice, and then there'll be a bit of salad on the side, you know? Classic. Chinese rub. Chinese rub? Yeah. Her name's Linda. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's been a pleasure. Take care. Ah, goodbye. Mucho gusto.